Hey guys, this is Jess. And this is Gil. And this is Tom. And welcome to Culture, Culture Theory. Theory. Damn, we're good at this. Yeah, it takes practice. It does. Practice makes perfect. So hi, we're welcome. We're welcome. We're joined again by our lovely. Is it a what's it like a? It's, it's still a co-host. Our tri-host. Yeah, the rotating chair. Because before we the first guest we actually had was David, which is finesse streams with two ends. Technically, the first guest we had mm, was yeah, it was actually uh yeah, it was. Now that I think about it, it was. Or, uh, the, it was my husband. Was it? It was Vic. Was it Vic? Yeah, you went on vacation. Damn. Oh, yeah, it was Vic. Yeah. I mean, he was technically co-hosting it, but he's not a part of yeah, the podcast. That's true. So. I thought he was then, talking about Kel. Oh, yes. We did do an episode with Kel, and then the audio got destroyed. Yeah, it got, it got murdered. Yeah. Mm. Um, unfortunately, we didn't have this fine piece of technology. Yeah, we didn't. So I like to think about the the golden days of how I, I had wires everywhere to do everywhere. Yes, they were everywhere. Yeah. And the thing is, I we needed it to do phone calls. If we wanted to call somebody, we needed a wire, and then to wire that phone to the to the to the thing that I had, mm-hmm. you have to connect to this other thing because we needed to listen to ourselves, and it just was anxiety city because it's like <laughs> if one thing is not plugged in there will be a yeah there was so much testing too like oh we had to God. do this test video and do this and that and then the, and we had video too so it was like the testing for the video and Ooh. then the audio for the podcast the delays uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was so annoying people are like how come you don't do video again i'm like it's it, it was so before. now it's tough. like if we do it it'll be really easy like, it'd be a lot faster like earlier the xlr cable was messed up. i know the roadcaster is fine but it was the cable yeah right? just something easy right so yeah, that's what happens when you invest in yourself. Right. You don't have to stress about anything. Exactly. So, so how was your week? It was good. I had a very, uh, very good week. I, I mostly work. So um, <laughs> at work, I, oh, I got um, selected as an influencer with this skincare company that I've been buying from for like four or five years now. They asked for influencers. Congrats. Thank you. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> I um I actually like they had there's three rounds and the first round they were like nah you good and I was like <laughs> and then the second time it was kind of like you know what it's okay we've been through this already and the third time I'm honestly I just applied to apply because I'm not I ain't no bitch mm-hmm. um so I was like you know we're just gonna apply for this one again and. Um, they usually announce it like the day of, and I know because like on their Instagram, people be like, thank you so much. Oh my God, this opportunity. And so the third one came around and the date came. And I, I remember before I was like checking, I was nervous. I'm like, oh, who's applying? Who are these people that are applying? I'm going to check their Instagrams. What should I do? Remember the first round after I told you I applied and I started making all those posts mm-hmm. and whatever. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so the third time I was just kind of like, eh, whatever, you know, I wasn't checking. I literally didn't check until like the day they were supposed to announce it. And I looked and they didn't say anything. And I was like, okay, maybe they just forgot to post and they just, because they email you. They email you to let you know. So no one, they don't, you don't know who it is unless someone goes, oh my God, thank you so much for the opportunity. So I, I was just kind of like, whatever, you know, went about my day and I'm checking my email because I'm like, old now and that's what i do every day so i'm checking my email and it was like congratulations you've been selected and i was like shut <laughs> up and this is like four or five days after they were supposed to announce it wow and i was like oh my god this is this is real life this is happening right now so um i'm kind of excited because i i kind of revamped my Website, shameless plug, holygrailsnail.com, coming soon. I'm still fixing it up now. But I remember telling myself, like, oh, man, you know, now I'm going to buy all the skincare, which <laughs> no issue spending money. Oh, hello, my kitty's coming now, too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but I was like, this is great um, because I never know what to buy or, you know, because me, I'm just going to tell you about stuff that I use. But I was like, I'm going to be sent something random mm-hmm. to test so that I'm, it's like kind of unbiased. And... Yeah, now I'm going to be doing some really school, school. I'm doing some really school, some really cool skincare reviews. So, yeah, if you guys haven't checked it out on my YouTube channel, just as a thing, 
I did a video recently about human care, skin care. Human care. You mean human human race, race skin care. <laughs> I have said human care a hundred thousand times. I don't know where it came from. I don't know why I keep saying it, but Pharrell's you know human why? race. No. Because you used on fake hands last time yeah. in that video. Oh, probably. Yeah. yeah Bro, you know what? I was dead when I seen that. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen that one either, I did an updated uh like skincare routine mm-hmm. and I used these very tiny hands that I found. <laughs> the clapping <laughs> they made. I was like, yeah, I'm trying to get anyone to watch my videos for any reason. Like, and it worked. So I'm going to probably change my thumbnail to something more um, jazzy, jazzy, the little hands. But that was uh, that, that video was supposed to be a joke. That was probably one of the hardest things I've ever yeah. done in my life. So how was your week, uh, Gil? Uh, my week was great. I had four days off of work. Got to actually do nothing. And it felt great. Just just catching up on me, catching up on Alex, uh, who's my wife, by the way, if you guys don't know. But it was great. Good week. And now I'm ending it, ending my four-day little break with this podcast. Beautiful. Yeah. So you had some rehab time. I had a lot of rehab time. Like, I, I thought I'll be editing some stuff. And I'm like, actually, no. <laughs> I'm just going to, like, catch up on myself, chill, relax, get some sleep. And had thanksgiving over the over the weekend so that was great uh, it was a small little gathering just me my wife and my sister and of course my parents but they weren't really eating with us they were just vibing so it was just yeah. like four of us just chilling well three of us i love when you get to that age where you just all exist in the same room like you mm-hmm. don't have to entertain each other yeah. just we're here yeah that's nice what about you mr mr ton uh, my week was was pretty productive and smooth, I'd say. Uh, work has slowed down a bit because everyone's out for the holidays, so that's a plus. Amen. And now I am focusing on becoming a content creator again and uh, focusing a little on the personal training I previously uh, was providing. And, you know, I went on a hiatus, but now I'm getting back into that, so perfect timing too because uh new year is around the corner it is it is new year new me new body all that stuff i can't believe people still make losing weight a new year's resolution and and not in a mean way but it i feel like new year's resolutions are like i'm gonna do this thing this year Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i feel like making those sorts of changes in your life should be a lifestyle change forever so I hate the idea of like, oh, this month I'm going to start doing this or with, with a mindset of um, I have like a specific goal. And it's OK to make a goal. And I've talked about this in another video. You know, it's OK to make a goal, but don't make it so specific that once you hit that goal, like that's it. Like, oh, I yeah. lost 20 pounds. I'm sorry if you hear my dog snoring. <laughs> but, you know, it's OK if you want to lose 20 pounds, but let that be the beginning. Oh, you lose 20 pounds. Now I'm going to maintain this forever by making sure that I exercise regularly. That I go out for walks. I'm eating um, what I'm supposed to be eating. Um, I'm following a, a, a nutritionist plan or I'm making sure that I'm counting and logging food and something like like not just, oh, I want to lose 20 pounds. Once I lose 20 pounds and start wilding out. You know? So my thing is, is that really all? Like I know health is wealth and is great. But I feel like that's like the bare minimum of like a goal. And it's no to some people, but if you if it if that's your goal and that's like the highest quality, highest thing, your priority, I feel like you're you're missing out on a lot of things. Like when you really think about the grand scheme of things, like you you're I mean, life is so huge. It is. And like you said, like that should that shouldn't be a thing where it's like so grand and grandiose that I'm going to lose five pounds and I'm so excited. Like, damn, your life is that boring that losing five <laughs> pounds is the greatest. You know, I mean, okay, it might be me. I know I have a lot of things going on, but it's like, God damn, that, that's not like a huge accomplishment. I mean, it might sound like an asshole, but to me, it, it's it's like that should be something that we should strive for. A yes, because health is wealth and we should try to be healthy. But don't, I don't know. 
Am I wrong? For for me, I mean, it's it's all relative. You're not yeah. wrong and you're not right. Uh, some people, once they achieve that goal, uh, one thing I've noticed is when you're losing or when you're purposely uh, gaining weight for a reason, it requires a certain level of discipline and dedication for the people to actually follow through with it and get it going. Those people are not the ones that wait on the new years to start because something like that you start as soon as possible what i have noticed with most people that lose weight and actually stick to something to lose the weight it builds a discipline in them that quite literally turns them into a different person not just physically but their mental their mentality as well changes in a very positive way they become more productive they become you know their self-esteem is through the roof they are more eager to pursue. It's like, okay, I conquered this small leap. What else can I go after and, you know, conquer it? So those people, you know, it benefits them greatly. Then there are other people that literally do want to lose the weight and have no no purpose for it, no goal, no, no nothing. And those are the ones, most of the ones that are the, you know, oh, New Year. I'm going to uh, lose this weight yeah. and, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. Be hot. I'm, uh, I'm trying to figure out what you mean. I, I'm looking at you. I'm, I'm like, wait, is that a secret? I don't uh, know. I'm like, wait, did we discuss? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So what would you say, like, best tip for someone that does want to use New Year's, their New Year's resolution as a beginning to lose weight, but maybe obviously wants to maintain that forever. Like what, what, what's the mindset you should have going into? So for me, like going back to my point is if you say losing the weight, that's your goal. And then you lose that weight and then you just gain it right back because that was your ultimate goal to just go to your grad bash or go to your 10 year anniversary of your graduation and lose 50 pounds. And then that's it. And then you're done. Like, no, life is a lot more than just losing weight. That's what I really meant to say. So I would say just have a goal where you lose. I'm going to lose 10 pounds Mm -hmm. and then I'm going to start. I'm going to start a business or I have more self-esteem. So I'm going to become an Arthur. I'm going to do this. I have this new new this new body, this new mindset. So I'm going to venture out and do this new venture fund. I'm going to start doing this and that. Mm -hmm. So I feel like losing weight is great. But use that energy, use that drive, that passion, that new mental state and do something else with it. Because I feel like if you're just losing weight and just doing it just to lose weight, I feel like you shouldn't do that. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. That's some great advice. All right, guys. Well, now we're going to get into our Poddex question of the week. Poddex, like we tell you every single week, is by the lovely Travis Brown of Poddex, creator of Poddex, CEO, um, what other fancy high-level title can you give someone who literally owns the company? Uh, Travis. Travis. All right. Just call him Travis. Anyone who's anyone is a Travis now. All right. So I'm going to be reading from the Future Dex. This one's called The Future Freaks Me Out. And I'm using the Poddex app. So this is not a a physical deck that you can purchase from the Poddex website. Although, do check out the Poddex website. They have some really cool shirts. And they're on sale right now for Black Friday. Well, you're probably not going to see um, them on sale for Black Friday. But you never know. You know, the holidays are coming around. And Travis is always about a good deal. Oh, yeah. So the Future Freaks Me Out is going to be one of the digital decks on the Poddex app. And this question is, and <laughs> we're going to probably offend someone. But if you had to delete a person from your Facebook so they won't be a part of your future, who would it be? How timely. Um. I don't do that. I I don't think I'd probably delete myself. <laughs> I don't know. I just. But do you want to mute? So I don't know if they mean like the second you delete them, they have nothing to do with you ever again. So let's just assume that, that if you were to go to their profile right now, click delete. I'm actually going to, I'm actually going to go through my friend list. Um, <laughs> He's going to give us I'd, first I'd probably, and last name. I'll probably do a coworker. Okay. Simply because I before I find it I used to find it cute and fun when I'd have these adventurous escapades with, you know, my friends and do something crazy and cool with my wife. 
and people at work would be like, oh, that's, that's, I saw you and so-and-so were out there. But then it's like you would always know that one particular coworker who just spreads the gossip for no reason. Right. I would, I'd find that one coworker and just isolate him or her and just vanish. Right. Because I just hate the whole, if I'm doing me outside of work, there's no reason. And, and if you're talking about me at that moment, did you know that Gil went kayaking with um so-and-so? Oh, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, it's cool. Girl, did you know that? You know, for no reason, like not even bringing me up. Like, there's like no conversation relating towards me, but just bringing my my adventures outside of work up for no reason. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I don't mind that people bring up stuff, but. Mm-hmm sometimes it's like what do you want me to do with that information yeah like you've been made aware of something okay mm-hmm. like are we going to discuss it like when people come up to me like oh i saw your video oh really which yeah. one uh, i don't remember and that's the whole conversation yeah. you know versus like the other day a co-worker was like hey i just saw your new uh pharrell video you know with the skincare thing it was really good like it was really informative like you know i really like the energy like it's something like that like you know you felt so moved mm-hmm. by something in the video that you felt compelled to like bring it up to me and we discussed it like that makes sense mm-hmm. but to just make me aware that you have been made aware of something that's like if someone was like hey man i was walking my dog the other day and i saw a bee oh shit yeah yeah it's like oh i i, <laughs> I can't put a finger on who i it would be like something like you like the a co-worker but what uh, something that annoys me and I, I would personally just delete everyone like this the people that watch your content they don't like, they don't subscribe, they don't comment on it, but they mention it to you when they see <gasps> you in person. I yeah. hate that so much. Or the people that don't like your post, but you see them reply to someone that commented on your post. Oh, that's the worst. Yes. Yeah. That's the worst. I had a, a, a co-worker who's like, uh, he donates to the Patreon, and he's like, I don't watch it or I didn't get a chance to watch it. And I was like, honestly, I don't care. No, not that, you know, like mm-hmm. that he, what he said, but like I tell people all the time, I just want you to support in any way. If you can donate to the Patreon, donate. I don't give a shit if you donate and never watch a single episode or listen to a single episode of Culture Theory. I don't care if you donate, don't donate to our Patreon, but you share it every time you see it. I don't care if you don't share or don't donate, but like comment, rate, subscribe, share. like anything. Like li- I don't care what you do to support the show. If you said I share it every time you guys uh, post or every time you go live, but I've never watched it, I would not care because you are still supporting the show. It doesn't make a difference in, I guess, logistics, whether you're listening or commenting like on YouTube videos. People think that if you have a million views or whatever, like that's what makes you famous or like, no, it's it's actually engagement Engagement. yeah so if you engage with the with my youtube video but you don't support me on patreon or you don't share it or whatever but like you do comment on my videos that's fine like i get that people are still into aesthetics like oh i don't want this on my page because i don't want people um to confuse like the vibe whatever some people are still like that but I support it in some way that's why people will tell you if you watch a youtube video if you like this video let me know if you hate this video let me know because youtube doesn't give a shit if you like it or not mm-hmm. excuse my french oh my god my friend's gonna be like i told you stop cursing so much <laughs> this podcast. they don't care whether or not you are liked or not are people engaging are you enraging people to the point where they feel like they have to say something yeah like, or do you feel so happy and moved that you feel like you have to say something like that that's the point of youtube getting people to react to want to be here Hmm. and with that being said if you're not giving to our patreon monthly with like we're not we're not forcing you do it do us a favor like share our stories on this like you share our posts on instagram on your stories when we post something leave a fire emoji say dope say culture theory just like wait no 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 i I think it actually has to be more than three words. Well, okay. Say, I, I love culture, culture theory. theory. Just say that. I love culture like, theory. The emojis doesn't work. From what I uh, remember, um, one of my mentors was telling me, the emojis don't work. Like leaving fire emojis, that doesn't work anymore. Leave an actual comment. You don't actually don't even comment something pertaining to the post. Just tell us how your day is. 
We post about the podcast. I had a good day, Gil. This and this and that happened. That is the section that I want you to say. I took my dog on a walk and I saw a bee. <laughs> That's <laughs> where I want you to put it. And also, I think I said this last week save our post because apparently that's one of the newest things instagram it's like pushing like saving post like the more a post is saved the more instagram wants people to see it because obviously people are like oh my gosh i gotta save this for later yeah so that makes sense yeah save our stuff save our stuff yeah so i think i'm gonna say the same thing probably like a co-worker or something and I tend to not add people if I don't like you because you can just go through all my stuff from like I think 2010, 2009. Jeez. And yeah, I don't want people to see that part yeah. of me. I was pretentious and obnoxious, and that was 11 years ago. I was 18. Yeah, that's uh, that's not a part of my life that I want to share. <laughs> I still have coworkers um trying to add my personal Instagram, and them little um, requests gonna sit right in there in the little request box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Before we get into our topics, we're going to leave you with a little info about us, where to find us, where to love us, where to donate to our Patreon, where to share, where to let us know where you saw your bee. All right. And we'll see you guys (laughs) in a second. Hey, guys. Check us out on Instagram at Culture Theory Podcast. You can also support the show at patreon.com slash culture theory. Stay updated with us on our website culture theory podcast.com <laughs> no. oh my god oh. we're back <laughs> so what i remember last no two weeks ago two weeks ago was the finesse episode right mm, three yes no two yes weeks. it was three because the three? last one was just me and you mm-hmm. and the one before that was ton and then the one before that was finesse okay so finesse no yes it was two weeks ago because finesse was not he was there but he was not on the episode yeah, he wasn't on the episode so um but he was joking he's like i'm about to go i'm about to go poop i'm not gonna curse what he actually I tried said. to bring that volume up did you hear it? yes yeah, i did yeah. i was screaming and i was like oh no and he didn't go poop like he yeah. was just joking but um I had like ran the ad and then he, as soon as I unmuted the mics, he's like, I got a boot. And I was <laughs> like, oh my God. He had no clue. I was screaming. Uh, we need one of those moments more often. Yeah, we do. It's real. <laughs> we really do. That's great. All right, guys. So we're going to get into our first topic. So if you're a person um, that just exists in the world, then you probably saw that Chappelle show is back on uh, the streaming services now. So CBS All Access, HBO Max, and was on Netflix. Do you want to share with the people why it is no longer being streamed on Netflix? Well, Dave Chappelle, well, we're boycotting Chappelle's show. Yes. First of all. First off, we're boy- we are boycotting, boycotting Chappelle. the Chappelle show. We are. It is not PC. Yes. I'm kidding. No. So we're boycotting the Chappelle show because why? Dave Chappelle access to boycott the show right. because he's not getting a dime. On SNL, uh, the night of, I think the night of when it was being on, streamed on Netflix or the, that week, Dave Chappelle said, by the way, Chappelle shows on Netflix, but I'm not getting paid for it. I thought it was a joke. A lot of people thought it was a joke because, oh, he's probably not getting paid a substantial amount. Then it comes out later on that week. Yeah, he's actually not getting paid at all. Like he wasn't even a part of that conversation with uh, what CB, what CBS who owns it? Uh, Comedy Central. Viacom owns Viacom com- owns Comedy Central. Yeah, so he wasn't a part of that conversation at all. And Netflix went ahead and purchased or licensed that purchased a license to stream the the Chappelle Show. Right. And Dave Chappelle having a relationship with Netflix and seeing that Dave Chappelle is like, oh, he's kind of upset about it. Dave Chappelle spoke to Netflix. And they're like, well, we value you, obviously, as a creator. And we're we're a, a platform where we value people. And they're like, all right, we, we'll take it off. Right. And it's still on. I mean, I don't have CBS All Access, mm-hmm. so I can't confirm. But I do have HBO Max. And it is still on HBO Max. And I do fight very strongly the urge to watch it. Mm-hmm. Before I found out about the news of him asking us to boycott, I had already watched the Chappelle show four times. On Netflix. On Netflix. Yeah. And HBO Max. Like I watch I was watching it with like whatever was on the TV when I turned it on. That's yeah. that's the streaming service I watched it on. Because Chappelle, you know, he came with Dave Chappelle came out a couple years ago or a few years ago with those 
those series of stand-ups mm-hmm. on Comedy, uh, on Comedy Central on Netflix. And I remember watching them and thinking, oh, they paid him so much money to do this. They actually paid him more money to do those stand-ups than he was going to get paid to do that. The, the the next season of The Chappelle Show, which is the $50 million, they paid mm-hmm. him $60 million wow. to do it on Netflix, those stand-ups, right? So I was like, which is pretty dope because I feel like it was a lot less work. Like mm-hmm. he just did his stand-up and go home after yeah. an hour versus having to, I guess, do a all crew, that working and be on writing. set. Because he was the executive producer and starred in the show. And he was in every single skit. Like yep. imagine how much work that is, you know? So... I was I was kind of bummed because I remember thinking the Chappelle show is one of my absolute favorite shows of all time. And I watched that growing up. It came out in 2003, ended in 20, uh, 2016, 2006. Um, and so I was young, 2003, I was 12. And I love the Chappelle show because it was so raw and, and it was it was things that we're all thinking, mm-hmm. but just didn't want to say. And so I he was remember very thinking, inclusive too. He was. He was very inclusive. You know when someone's like, "I'm not racist. I hate everybody." Yep. <laughs> he was like that way, but you know he loved to joke about everybody, mm-hmm. and he he joked about black people too. He wasn't just making fun of white people all the time, and that was like one of the times that I actually seen like white face, yes. except for that <laughs> one episode of Atlanta where he has that. I don't remember the actors. Name, oh my god, he's my friend's gonna kill me. He's like, You gotta know these names of these people. He did the white face, he was like transracial. Who? I don't know if you saw that episode. I've um, seen all of there them. was the kid where he was pretending to be like transracial, yes, yeah, so, yeah, I've seen that one, yes. Yeah. And he had the wig, yeah. and he's like, I'm a 30 year old white man or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so but Chappelle's just like white face, mm-hmm. and when you know, people were doing blackface, and um, it was. It was like a good show. And I remember when I saw the stand-ups, I was like, oh, man, I really wish he would remake the Chappelle show. But he probably doesn't want to do that kind of stuff anymore. Then I was thinking, like, I wish someone would just stream Chappelle show, but they're never going to do it because it is the most, like, anything PC, it's a complete 180. Like, that show is just, like, even to this day, I'm not PC whatsoever when it comes to stuff. You know, I'm very loose with comedy as long as it's not hurting anyone. And I... I remember watching going, oh, my God, someone I'm going to see a Tumblr post about this. Like and um, but, you know, unfortunately, that did that didn't happen, which is good. But then I see them like, oh, boycott Chappelle show. And I was like, oh, it's finally happened. Someone's finally getting mad about it. You know, these, there's, a, there's a whole generation of kids who were born after that show even came out. Yeah. So I'm like, if there's a young kid who was born in like 26, I mean, 2006, 2007, you know, or even later, they're going to be like, ah, you know, this is messed up and, you know, whatever. And then to come to find out, Dave Chappelle was the one who was like, yeah, don't watch don't watch my show because they're not paying me. And I'm like, there's no way they're not paying. I mean, he's like, I don't have anything. He doesn't own the rights. He can't use the name Chappelle show, like which is wild. That's yeah. his name. Mm-hmm. Like that's the show is named after him. And um, yeah, it's just crazy to see that. And um, I'm. I'm hurt like a little bit because I'm like, damn, I really want to watch Chappelle's show because it was like a big part of my growing up. And I quote it a lot and I talk about the skits and the jokes and everything. And he had at the end of every episode, he had black artists coming on the show who were like popular, but uh, maybe like everyone didn't know about him, you know, but they had like Neil Soul artists like Erica Badu. Wu-Tang did Mm -hmm. skits. Yeah um they had like the roots was in a skit and they came on for some music they had, they had like all kinds of most deaf he came in for music and skits as well nas. nas right so it's like it was such a i feel like a really important show for and in black culture and it, it really sucks and i know that they can't change it because dave acknowledges i signed a legally binding contract i am fully aware that is a legal contract it did not bamboozle me i wasn't forced to do this but uh, you know i think at the time either they may have known his situation being um you know kind of broke and expecting a child i think i don't know if they wrote that contract with the idea that oh he'll take whatever we give him because he needs to feed his family or if he was just so desperate that he was just like yeah, whatever. We're just going to sign this so that I can make sure that, you know, my family is fed. And he's like, fuck that. I'm going to Africa. Right, right. <laughs> and then and this the whole thing about the world painting him as crazy. He's crazy. Right. Really? Okay. And anybody in that situation would have been like, I'll take the money. But he's like, nah, I'm actually worth a little bit more than that. Yeah. Right. 
But still, some people are still paying him as crazy. Like, can you believe he actually left that money on the table? Yeah, but look, years later on, he's actually getting paid way more than that. And he's, I don't want to do say less. happier, but yeah. I can't, I don't know him personally. But um, yeah, I mean, he seemed really comfortable on stage going on and being real. Like, yeah. he didn't have to fake anything. When he came on and was talking about the stuff he was talking about, I was like taken aback. I was like, oh my God, I didn't know this was like going on. And he got to be himself. Yeah. So what do you think about, I was reading an article where someone was like, um, they want Netflix to pay Dave Chappelle to create a new show. No, I don't think it'll work. Why do you think, why do you think it would not work? Dave Chappelle is not going to stand up. He's not going to do skits anymore. He's in a different phase right now where he does monologues and talks. Dave Chappelle is at a point where he doesn't do stand up. He does like preaching and then. He just says something and then he makes you think and then he might throw a little joke in. But he's, I don't think he's at the stage where he will make you like laugh at a skit. I think that maybe not necessarily the same way it was done before where he was executive producing and then also starring. But maybe yeah. what if he executive produces and writes? Here's the thing, though. He wasn't mostly the writer. Neil Brennan was. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Neil Brennan was actually the brain of the Chappelle show. Like He right. did most of the writing. So that would mean he would have to get Neil Brennan on. And I feel like Neil Brennan doesn't even want to do stand up. His last stand up was called Three Mics, where, yeah, it's called Three Mics, where he had three microphones stand up, where he had on stage, he did a stand up, he did a sad story, and then he like had the punchline. And it's like three microphones, and each microphone had a particular thing. And Neil Brennan is a comedian, but he, they're shifting. They're at the point where it's like, I don't want to do throwing jokes. I want to, mm-hmm. I want to talk. I want to express what's going on. I want to tell a story. And I feel like they're at the stage where it's like, I want to do that. Like George Carlin at the end of his run, George Carlin just ranted on microphones. Like he just was just frustrated yeah. and he just talked. But on in his early days, he was funny. He was saying jokes and jokes and jokes. But as George Carlin got older, he just transitioned to something else. And I feel like Dave Chappelle is at the evolution where I'm older and I, I like to talk to you. I like to tell you what's going on. I'll tell you my views. And his skits was was perfect for that. But I feel like he's at the stage where he doesn't want to do the skits anymore. So you'd say he, basically he's matured. He I wouldn't say matured because Dave Chappelle was beyond his years even back then. Right. Like Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Uh, yeah, a lot of Chris Rock. Smart as hell, but was young. But I feel like they're just at a different stage where they just I don't have the energy or the time to do that. So, like, the skits is a lot of work. Like, every day? Like, I mean, they're not working every day, but at, they'll have, like, a running for the season. Six or eight months. Every day you're working on these skits. That's a lot of work. It is. And he has a family now, so he's not, like, young, 20, 18-year-old Dave Chappelle, like, free time all day. He's, he's a father. He's a husband. So it's, it's going to be a little different. Hmm. And having somebody like Neil Brennan do that right now i mean i'm pretty sure neil brandon will like do it uh, you know on the dime if he calls but to get new talent like that it's kind of hard like not, there's not that many people young people nowadays are as committed to the art and craft of comedy yeah i guess what, i know what you're saying yeah. so if dave Chappelle did create a new show on netflix let's say it has nothing to do with the old Chappelle show mm-hmm. what do you think that show would be like i feel like the show would be a um a daily show you know, like like a John Stewart Daily Ooh, Show. Okay, I feel like it'll be great. He'll probably bring on young talent. He'll probably uh, have uh, a perspective of the day or the week. Can't believe these motherfuckers are like out here protesting with no mask on. Yeah, I get it. Black Lives Matter, but really, what about your life? <laughs> Wear right. a mask, bitch. You know, something like that. It'd, mm. it'd be cool to have like a black news. Like it's just only black news. I feel like he would do that. Yeah. So. In that that way, and he'll have, you know, correspondents and anchors, all comedians. I feel okay. like that. I feel like that'll work. You know what? I think another issue is we are losing authentic comedians to these pop up comedians yeah. that are not even funny. And I think that era started with Kevin Hart. Ooh, you know, so you are you saying Kevin Hart's not funny? I have not laughed at anything Kevin Hart has okay, done. Okay, I'm not knocking you. I'm no. I listen, after his no. last couple were not And I'm talking about in his prime, I've never found 
Kevin Hart to be funny. It, the, I mean, the first few times I chuckled. Yeah, it's like, oh, time. yeah, this tiny guy, he's loud. He, he, he looks kind of funny. He moves funny. And then it was it was the Tiffany Haddish effect. It was the oh. same thing over and over. It's like. No uh, offense, but Tiffany Haddish is not funny to me. She never She's was funny to me funny at all. To me either. And, and don't take it the wrong way. And I don't want to be like knocking another woman down, but it feels try hard. Like she's it, it is. She's I, just I, loud. I saw the uh, one of her stand-ups where she does her pussy fart. Do you see that one? I I would do everything I can to avoid it. And I was like, oh, this. Oh, let's let's see if this is funny. I I don't get it. Like you put the microphone and let your pussy fart. <laughs> I don't get it. But she doesn't do that anymore. But I'm saying like, I would watch her stand-up and it's just not funny to me. It's, and it's a lot of for me. I realize I like smart comedy. I like. People that make you think, you know, like a good way to throw in a joke. I love that. Yeah. Like smart comedians. So like one of my favorite comedians right now uh, is like Andrew Schultz. He's hilarious. He's smart. But when I started listening to him before, he wasn't great, but he's molded his way up and became a really good comedian. Uh, I love Dave Chappelle, obviously. Uh, Patrice O'Neal. He's dead. You know, I, I like a lot of black older comedians mm-hmm. because i don't know I, I just resonate with that storytelling it's just raw and real a, right. a lot of a lot of people don't realize how bright these people are Smart. that were co- yes. comedians yeah. now yes. today it's it, they're dumb and it's like, just like they, they get on instagram and do some stupid video i'm a comedian what yeah, yeah. that's why i think that the the intelligent comedians that we grew up on, like it, that phase is just over. Everything is dumbing down. I mean, even the music now, everything is just dumbing down. I, I see, I saw a post of, I'm not a Meg Thee Stallion fan at all. She's overrated. <gasps> but it's okay. I still love someone, it's okay. uh, someone made a post about, you know, how good she is and she deserved the award that she got and how she's better. What did she get? I, I'm kind of unaware. She apparently won, what was it, Artist of the Year or something like that? Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Versus, you know, everyone else. Congrats to her, I guess. Yeah, she, uh, she won Artist of the Year award. And, I mean, there was uh, an uproar about it because everyone, I don't really follow him either, but everyone says Lil Baby uh, deserved it. Lil Baby slaps. They say he deserved it, especially his Black Lives Matter song. Yo, that shit is the... hard. That shit Wait, goes Lil hard. Baby or Da Baby? Lil Baby. Lil Baby. Lil baby. The, yeah. the weird looking one. Yeah, it's not the same because the baby's Dr. fine. Dr. Dre beats ad. Yeah. Okay. That shit goes hard. But yeah, Meg Thee Stallion somehow trumped him. That song is about mm-hmm. unity, bringing black and white people together, putting, the, putting police and people together. Like He talks about not all police are bad. That song is dope. That shit should have won. I don't know if it won anything, but that shit slaps. Body yaddy 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 yaddy. The fuck was that? But yeah, that that is falling into like every other form of entertainment as, as well. Like people, I don't want to say people are becoming, you know, dumb, but it's simplified. Everything is simplified now, and they're glorifying it. And, you know, a few episodes later or a few shows later, you realize these people are just trash. And that's happening at an accelerated rate. And we're losing the Chappelle's. We're losing the Eddie Murphy's. We're losing the, you know, the people like the old school people. Yeah. Like the, well, Bernie Mac died. But, you know, we're losing the people that actually do this. You know, you can throw them in front of a crowd of a million people. They're not going to, you know, they're not going to faint. They're not going to sweat. They're not going to. You know, flake out. You throw well. Kevin Hart. I mean, he wasn't even in front of. And he's he's like <laughs> one of the one of the most successful comedians right right now. But he's also an actor too. Yeah, he so doesn't just yeah. do comedy. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm not gonna comment on that either. Yo, the like, acting is so damn played out though. It's like a, a it's like a huge TikTok. Here's a skit. You're short. You're loud. You're crazy. Uh, and him and Dwayne Johnson are just Dwayne Johnson cannot act. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm like, I can't act. Huh? I'm a huge thumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, I. I would watch movies they're in, but I'm sorry, I just cannot take them. You know, seriously. They're playing their role. I'm the big guy. 
I'm funny. <laughs> I'm just going to play this role in, in uh, mana, mana, mana. You know, do his thing. Kevin Hart. I'm going to show a lot of comedian. I'm going to do that. Blah, blah, blah. And then he's funny. He's good with the family. You know what we should do? We should have Kevin Hart and The Rock in the same movie. Blockbuster hit. Jumanji 1, 2, 3, 69. All that shit. So do you think it's us that's getting older? I've, I don't know if it's us getting older. Is I think so. I'm, I was just going to say that. I think that the we don't think stuff is funny because comedy and really popular comedy is for a specific age group or the types of comedy that we're invested in is for a certain age group. Mm-hmm. And we grew up with what we like. You know, when we see our parents are like, oh, this music sucks. Uh, you know, th- this ain't this ain't good music anymore. We're like, girl, relax. You know, this is good music. This is what good music is now. Yeah. You know, because it's not like 60 year olds that listen to Meg Thee Stallion. Mm. It's it's people in our age group, a little bit younger and a little bit older. So th- we're their target audience. So the target audience for comedians is not really what. <laughs> Lord, good Lord. <laughs> a target audience for us is. I love authentic moments. Like, right. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to, my dog's snoring. My husband's calling. Um, but n- damn. Authentic mo. Wait, no. We're gonna have to edit this whole chunk yeah. out. But my point is, it's not funny to us because we're no longer the target audience, mm-hmm. and like, we I just don't see Dan that. Cook. I like. No, I used to love Dan Cook. Funny once, but now I'm like the. F- fuck is this shit the yeah fuck is, and it's very it's like the same type of comedy that Dave, not Dave Chappelle uh Kevin Hart does loud obnoxious and crazy and silly but I I I can see where you're saying but then again you know I look at you know certain comedians it was funny as a child it was funny as a teenager it's funny as an adult mm-hmm. most of them today it's like Okay, you were funny that show, and it stops. Yeah, right. I'm sorry. After, hello. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, okay. One second. I'm having no, a like, fucking like Godfrey, crisis. Like Godfrey, he's one of my favorite comedians. Hold on. Start. Hold on. Start that thought over. I I curse. Hold okay. on. Sorry. Oh. So Godfrey's like one of my favorite comedians. He's this African uh, comedian. And the thing I like about him is that he gives you back that high school vibe. You know, that dude who's just funny. Yeah. Like he's not, he'll be on stage and he'll do a stand up, but then you'll see him in the streets in public and he does like a lot of street comedy. And he's just funny. He would just, oh, you'll see like wearing khakis, huh? He just make fun of your khakis. Yeah. And you just be laughing because it's just naturally funny. He's not saying anything crazy. He's family funny. And then, and people will be like, why aren't you making it? And he's like, well, I, I, I don't know. Hollywood just doesn't like me because they want me to do X, Y, Z. I'd rather just go on the road and work with the people who really want to mess with me. And I feel like that's another thing, too. People aren't marketable. Right. Like, mm. like people are very, t- I guess, America, like the P- PC people are tired of the straight white man uh, or the like straight black dude or the typical guy, the typical dude. And they want this comedian. I remember when Amy Schumer was huge because she was a a woman comedian, like a female comedian. Yeah. And I was like, oh, she probably like she probably slaps. Let me listen to her stand up. Wasn't funny. I watched her TV show. Okay, some of the episodes are great. But I was like, why is this happening? And then there was a big wave of like uh, women comedians, uh, trans comedians. And I was like, wait, wh- why are we putting these labels? How about what happened to just comedy? Yeah. What happened to just funny? And it's just this whole label of, well, he's he's this dude. Nobody wants to talk to him. Like Andrew Schultz is one of my favorite comedians. Check checks all the boxes for what's funny, what's great, and Comedy Central would never give this guy a chance. Hey, here's my stand up. Here's my free reels. Uh, can can you put me up? Nope, nope. Straight white man, tall. Nope, nope, nope. And he's like, fuck, man. What do I do? What do I have to do? I'm trying to get on these movies. Got on a, a, a Netflix show. Got on a Amazon a, a movie. Got on an Amazon TV show. All right, let me uh, let me send Comedy Central back my 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 little resume. No, we don't want you. No, he's like, all right. You know what I'm gonna do? 
I'm going to create my own special, put it out for free on YouTube, and get my own lane. Hell yeah! And then and he and then he did that. He had a, a comedy comedy special called uh, Four Nights in New York or something like that. And it was like he did a whole stand up for in four different clubs in New Four Four Four. That's what it was called. And it literally four different comedy stand ups at four different clubs in New York, and it blew up. And guess who copied that template? All the other comedians around the world. We're going to do a free stand-up and put it out there for free. Now he's one of the most successful comedians right now. And he didn't do it without any handouts. He did it on his own, had his own little platform, and he's killing it right now. And there's this whole, like, we need to, we need to like, get rid of these gatekeepers, these people that decide what we should like, who should be in, and who should be out. Which happens a lot. It happens a lot, man. Like, this is not high school, but people treat life like high school. Like, there's this rich club of people that want us to do this and want us to do that and decide, should Jessica be able to do this? Nope, she can't. We don't want her to do it. It's It sucks to say this, but a lot of the swag that's in today, it's things we did already that were was considered lame and white people shit and Mm -hmm. now it's the oh you're not cool unless you do this yeah oh you're not cool unless you do the things you guys ridiculed us about it pisses me off so much that i see these typical stereotypical cool dude who i like anime bro what do you watch dragon ball dragon ball i had to watch the ball dragon bro (laughs) dude it pisses me off because these are the stuff that we used to get beat up for liking yeah and now Oh no, I, I like anime. Anime is cool. Really? Everyone watches fucking anime now. Yeah. It's it's and everyone plays video games now too. Yeah. So Oh man. Crazy world. Crazy world. Everybody's just all puppets. It sucks and it's sickening, man. You can you can tell when somebody's a poser. You can see it. You can see in the way they post on social media. You can see the way they the way they dress. And it's just like are you they, doing this the way you they like speak? It? The way they speak, their mannerisms, like the yeah. mannerism, like you could wait. Hold on, so oh, you're doing this because society tells you yeah. that this is cool, but you don't really care about this, do you? And I hate the tryhards. The one I like watching the anime that I like watching. There's certain things I will not watch because I'm just not into yeah. it. Oh, you don't watch Death Note? Oh, you don't really know anime? But it's oh, like, and on. then you you name something that's really old that everyone should know about and they have no clue what it is you know you know what so this happened a while ago i was at this uh coffee shop and gengar is a pokemon the ghost pokemon and this this girl had a gengar pin on her shirt Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh snaps she had a gengar and she had umbreon wow gengar and umbreon huh oh my god i'm like oh no the uh the, the Gengar Umbreon on your on your shirt, the pins. I don't know what these are. Oh, purple fluffy guy. Oh, <laughs> black cat. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's Gengar and and Umbreon. They're, they're Pokemon's. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I just I don't know. I just, I saw them and I just put them on. They look cute. Oh okay. Wow. I'm like oh. All right, that's that. This is it's like, and then what do you do with that information? I don't know. And the conversation was weird. Oh, I, I saw. I thought you knew what it was, and I just like walked away. Okay, thank you. Bye bye. Okay. <laughs> so weird, man. That is weird. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, it's fine. It's whatever. Like, it's. I have a weird, like, gray area for everything. So I'm always like. It's fine. Get your coins. Like, I'm not going to knock you for doing what you have to do to get paid and shit. It's not illegal, you know. But at the same time, I feel like the people who are ingenuine to get where they want to be don't last long. And, like, what? I don't know. I guess maybe people listen to Drake. When they're like, we're looking here for a good time, not a long time. And it's like, no, I want to be here for a long time. I want to do this for a very long time. That's why when me and Gil talk about the podcast and and growing, uh, you know, like our base, we don't talk about uh, putting money into ads or buying likes and stuff like that because we won't we don't want people just to join to join or to follow us to follow like we want you to engage yes. we, we're yeah. not just doing it for money mm-hmm. we actually want to provide a service to you like we want you to engage with us so that you know we can always broaden the discussion like we 
We do this because we love to do it, not because we're going to get a check. Somebody said something really interesting to me uh, this week. I said, yeah, I'm just getting this uh, thing. I actually have this package for the podcast that me and Jessica are doing. Huh? I'm like, yeah, we're, we're getting this prize, the podcast. Wait, you still doing a podcast? When you follow me on social media, you see me post this all the time. 15, 16 weeks now. It's been 16 weeks. Oh, my God. Yes. 16 weeks we've been posting this. And you, you had the audacity, the unmediated gall to ask me, you still do the podcast? I'm going to use that. Next time someone's like, I've been waiting here for 20 minutes. You help me now. <laughs> you have the, un, what did you say? Unmediated. You unmediated. The, uh, why am I messing? <laughs> unmediated. You have the unmediated gall to stand here and speak to me that way? It is very, it was very disrespectful. And, you know, then I was like, you know what? The people who want to support me, they'll support me. Right. That's fine. And yeah. It's okay. It's okay. But yeah, I'm, I mean, we're never fake or phony. Mm-hmm. I mean, we come on here at nine o'clock in the morning, like, yeah, this is just. And currently <laughs> it is 833 right. p.m. We just be on here tired. We're old. We were just talking about before this. We are like, damn, we want to record. Right. <laughs> It just, we, we just be on here you know what i mean like we we want to have a genuine conversation the same way we would have a genuine conversation with you in real life we don't want to be fake or phony for anything like if if being phony is gonna keep us from making you know ten thousand dollars a month on the podcast okay that's fine it's, uh, i know i can sleep at night mm-hmm. i know i have my dignity my pride and I know I didn't sell out for some money. Because yes. me and Gil, Gil's probably one of the uh, few other people that, like, cannot be bought. No. Trust me. A lot of people have tried to buy me, buy my buy my love. Like, I'll, No. I mean, Jess, you've seen the stories. You've seen the Texas. People try to buy my loyalty. Yes. And no. it's like, I know I have that personality where I'm very fun, bubbly, and nice. But... When people try to put things in in front of me, come here, come here, I got this. Yeah, yeah. I'm, naturally, you back away, right? Naturally, yeah. I just back away. It's just a turn off. This old guy said something so simple, and it's what has kept me away from selling out like that. It's literally you can't miss what you never had, mm-hmm. and it's so true. Man, I never had it, so I, I don't know what that experience. Can't miss is. what you never had. Yeah, that's the title of the podcast. Right. <laughs> like if someone's like, oh, I'll, Gil, I'll give you a million dollars right now. Sell out everyone, you know, and do this. I never had a million dollars before. I don't care. Like, what? Well, there's no difference if I say no. There'd be a difference if I say, yeah, two differences. Yes, I have a million dollars, but my dignity goes to shit. Oh, I'm not supposed to curse. Am I? No, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> my dignity goes to crap. And, you know, being the person I am with such integrity, that would eat me alive. Yeah. So, all right, that's beautiful. Yeah. So, so that's that's been a really good episode. Yeah. Thanks for uh, coming back on. No problem. I hope to be on uh, any future episodes. You guys. Someone's gonna be like, to. just just put them on. Just bring them on. Bring them on. Just bring them on. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna rotate some more people out. Um, we're just trying to keep you know the the circle small right now. You know these cases are going wild. Yes. So yes. we don't want to endanger. So if we accidentally kill somebody, it's. We just want to make sure it's only Anton. <laughs> <laughs> and we're we're in we're uh, all wearing masks right now. Yeah, we are. That, that's yeah. how all they talk like this. Yep, social distancing. No, but we are very <laughs> far apart from each other. Yeah, we actually are kind of far. apart. We're really far apart from each other. Fortunately, we can do that because we are using the Roadcaster Pro. Um, I'm literally Jess is literally on the couch. I'm right on now. a couch right now. I love podcasting. This is so great. And Anton is like on this side of me. Yeah, I'm like what four feet away from you. Yes, <laughs> it's not six. <laughs> yeah, so we're very far away from each other. Um, we're not like in each other's mouth. No. Podcast. <laughs> so yeah, but. Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Any closing thoughts, especially about like the whole Dave Chappelle thing and and you know, it's, it's like super fun. Well, the, even with the Dave Chappelle thing, it kind of uh, goes to what Anton said. You can never miss what you never had. He Dave Chappelle left and went to Africa. Come on, you only leave fifty million dollars. I never had fifty million dollars. Yeah, it's it's nothing. That's yeah. true. It's nothing when when people realize. 
you know, that you cannot be bought, it's it's dangerous to them. It's 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 it shows a lot about your character as mm-hmm. well. And so I guess my final statement is, you know, I see we are in a generation and in a world where selling out is being accepted like so easily and nothing is being done, you know, about it. It's not worth it. You get older. Time is time will pass. As I said the last week with the investing time will pass and there will be the day that comes and you realize, you know, the damage that you have caused by selling out the opportunities that could have been that are now cut off and just your your well-being, your mental state, your mental happiness with yourself and your decisions. It it eats away at you and mm-hmm. the, the day is going to come. Right. So. Don't sell out. Shoot. Well, to that, I just want to add, I'm I'm very happy that Dave Chappelle got his show taken down. <sighs> you know, I'm just going to, oh, damn, I can't even buy it because then the money goes to them. Well, no, technically, when a store buys something, don't they already get the money from the store and yes. then the store recuperates the mm-hmm. money? So I wonder if I buy the DVDs, is it still... Or you can buy oh. old Dave Chappelle stand-ups. That goes to him. Yeah. Does it go straight or to Dave stream Chappelle? Him. They, or the record label, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Or you can stream his stand-ups on Apple Music if they're on there. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm happy that he was very mature about it. Netflix did a, a great job of like responding well to it. Because I remember um, I was watching it on both Netflix and HBO Max. And then one day I went on Netflix and it wasn't there. And I was like, the hell? People were like, yeah, boycott Dave Chappelle's show. And I was like, what is happening? But thank you, Netflix, for like kind of responding. I mean, I don't know if they did it out of the kindness of their heart or they just didn't want the flack and people to to unsubscribe. Is it called subscribing? Um, yeah, it's a subscription, yeah. right? Um, to Netflix. But either way, good on you. Because we don't need we don't need any more people that are not selling out. What's the phrase for like Kind of like throwing other people under the bus for mm-hmm. their own benefit. Um, yeah, we don't need any more of that in the world. So I, I appreciate that. I know Netflix is um, trying to be more inclusive and and treat people right. So I hope I hope there's a real like substantial backing, like in reason that they did all this stuff, other than just like ah, oh, I don't want to have to listen to everybody bitching about this. But yeah, good on you, Netflix. There you go. All right. If you'd like to support the show, you can donate to our Patreon, just like our theorist, ya boy Jay Pizzy, Vic Peck, Kenneth Collins, Alberto Glover, Antonio McFadgen, Gadaya Dormius, my mom, Andre Harris, Ashley, and, and Tom. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for supporting the show. Um, we love you guys. You guys are the bomb diggity you are the bomb.com you are the bee's knees you hit you slap all that so thank you again to our patreon patrons at patreon.com slash culture theory don't forget that if you'd like to donate to our patreon you can support us at patreon.com slash culture theory and again if you haven't heard it a hundred and 17 million bajillion times patreon.com slash culture theory where you can donate at the five dollar level and up if you want to do a custom amount anywhere between five and one million dollars or even a more than a million dollars that's absolutely fine and don't forget this is monthly um you can donate a custom amount just as we saw in a couple episodes back with ton when he go went ahead and, and gifted us his netflix subscription which blew my mind like uh, to this day so one of the funniest things that's happened this month so thank you guys so much for supporting the show if you haven't done so already check us out on our website at culturetheorypodcast.com where we upload all of our episodes and where we have our patreon patron bonus episodes and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at instagram.com slash culture theory people laugh or culture theory podcast people laugh but yes you can go on Instagram on 
fine. You mm-hmm. don't you don't have to go through just an ad. Maybe you're on the computer already. Maybe you're reading your emails. Maybe you're um, bill paying, and you're like, you know what I want to do right now while I'm on the computer already with these bomb headphones. You know, maybe I'd want to listen to an episode of Culture City while I'm editing my photos because everybody's a phot- photographer now. Yes, literally everyone. So you know, just throw it on and listen. It's an hour to an hour and a half. You know, and then it's it, that's it. That's that's it. That's all you have to do is listen. You just turn it on, and that is it. No other work required. The easiest thing you'll do all day. But if you guys want to check us out again, culturetheorypodcast.com and Instagram.com slash culturetheory or just look up Culture Theory Podcast on your smartphones. All right. All right. So thank you so much for watching and we will see you guys next week or anywhere you get your podcasts. Bye. Bye.